Today on our program, we're going to talk about housing and housing in Boone. And Brenda Dreyer's here from, well, I'm going, let's see, I'll start at the top of the list. Ames Economic Development, Ames Chamber, uh, Boone County Economic Growth Corporation, working uh, with housing projects in Boone and Boone County. You you bet. So <laughs> indeed, I, I wear a, a few hats, but what a great opportunity for us to support a regional economic development effort. And I get to, to be the one I that gets to lead our efforts uh, uh, in the city of Boone and supporting the city of Boone with their economic development. And then, of course, uh, all of the county uh, in our efforts mm-hmm. through the Boone County Economic Growth Corporation. So, yes, Jim, let's talk housing, <laughs> one of my favorite topics. This is uh, one of the favorite things you have. And uh, I think one of the uh, favorite programs that all of a sudden for the Boone City Council, you introduced them uh, to it last year. I think you did it over in Ogden as well. Yeah. Uh, secured some funding out of the Central Iowa Housing Trust Fund, and most of them are going, okay, we, what was that? They didn't, you know, may not have been aware the, about the opportunity there. No. So, you know, I've been in the field of, of economic development over 30 years all over Iowa. And one of the really uh, unique programs that we have pretty much that covers every county in the state is access to trust funds. And so these are federal funds that get routed ultimately uh, to the Iowa Finance Authority, who then uh, supports those funds going out uh, into regions uh, to spur housing. So um, it's unique in how we handle those federal funds. Uh, Larger communities for example, Ames uh, is able to access those federal funds directly, but our more rural communities across the state uh, do not do that, and they're able to access some of those federal housing funds via the trust funds mm-hmm. in each re- region. And so the trust fund that serves uh, the county of Boone and the community of Boone is the Central Iowa Housing Trust Fund. And so um, it's unique. Once a year, they open up up funding uh, and uh, score that funding in applications that they're getting from communities and for projects across a large region. And we've been blessed. This is the uh, second time for the mm-hmm. community of Boone that they've been able to re- receive funds. And so, um, you know, you have to provide a match for those funds. So I'd be remiss to not acknowledge the council uh, commitment to support this program with the match uh, this go around it's a little bit more than it was the first time about 20,000 but with that 20,000 match we've been able to leverage $80,000 in other funds so we're making $100,000 of funding available to homeowners uh, in the Boone community that actually qualify uh, to support major renovations and repairs in their homes. I know this year, well, I got a chance to watch the council during their goal setting, and it was, we knew the money had all been pretty much used up, and uh, again, I think what you ended up with about $1,300 left uh, yeah. from last year, but uh, the, that was one of their one of the things they wanted to see continue, and when you said, well, we might have to have a little larger uh, match, that did not bother them at all. They wanted this program to come back. So, you know, um, while... Uh, we had about $90,000 in funding we used uh, to provide grants. We actually were able to fund 11 homeowners here in the community with funding that made really significant improvements 
in their home. The funds are not designed to change siding colors and and add shutters and those more aesthetic things to the homes. They're really about fixing those things that are safety concerns, whether it be plumbing, electrical, roof repairs, um, uh, environmental items that might be of concern, water coming into the home. Um, and so uh, so we were able to help out 11. Like I said, we used almost all the funding except for about $1,300. And so um, the, the housing stock in the community of Boone is some of the oldest in the mm-hmm. state of Iowa. It's a, a older community where some of the homes have been here for quite some time. So the average age is like 1920. And so so that means half are older than that and half are half are newer than that. And uh, so, again, this is a unique program to be able to support some of those things that need to be done in this uh, this older housing mm-hmm. stack. Now, what we know is, is that it's a great thing to build new housing options in your community. But really, sometimes the most affordable thing for folks is is to address some of the, the issues in their own home that'll allow them to stay there uh, versus uh, uh, having to assume some debt, mm-hmm. move to that next level. Um, and uh, again, it's really about um, trying to, again, make it attainable for folks that that are um, that fall within certain income guidelines. And just so listeners know, potentially the maximum would be about Ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars could be as much as ten thousand dollars on a project. It does well. I'll let you explain a little bit more on this, but uh, there is going to be a, a meeting that'll be coming up, and we'll come back and remind folks about it. But to get out more information, but that'll be on March second. Tulips. I mean, I'm going to double check that. It's yeah, yeah Saturday, March second. Thanks It'll for be at Tulips. Keep keeping that starting at nine o'clock. So and, and basically, information you can come in and find out what's mm-hmm. what it's all about. So uh, the application and the press release and the income guidelines can be found on the city's website. And I, I don't want folks to be intimidated when they see the application and it's asking for all of this information Um, again part of our goal is is by having this informational session you can attend that there's no dumb questions so uh, we can talk in general about what what counts as income towards the 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 limits in the application we can talk through some things that would make good good projects Mm -hmm. um and, and we do require estimates uh, for the application. We actually score applications higher that use local local vendors. So yep. again, the local match is coming from the city. Uh, and so we feel strongly that as much of these funds that can stay within the local community is really the, one of the major goals as well. Uh, for the city council. So we give folks actually till May 1st to get the applications in. Mm -hmm. They do come to me. Um, All the information that's included in the application is confidential because it does include income information. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll talk through the details of what they need for estimates, what projects will really be key and targeting uh, for applications. We'll talk through the income aspects. And and then ultimately, what happens if they are one of the applications selected for funding? 
the, the Economic Development Committee of the Council uh, scores the applications. I consolidate their scores and present a proposal mm-hmm. ultimately to the full council. But our goal would be is that uh, we have applications that exceed the amount yep. <laughs> uh, that we have available because there's things that happen through the process sure. where people at the last minute decide not to proceed with the project. The 10000 doesn't go as far as they they need it to go. They may move. Um, so we'd like to have more than uh, mm-hmm. we actually uh, have available sure. to allow that we can get all the funds out the door. So some people are going to ask, do they have to have matching money? Uh, yeah, things like, and I know there are, in, I know yeah. there are income guidelines as well, but do they need to have matching? So funds? this is unique because it isn't required, and so uh, there are a few points extra if you are able to leverage other funds to uh, support mm-hmm. your project. But again, it is not a requirement. So uh, again, there are varying things that come into play on the scoring matrix, but. Um, again, it's not required. Um, you don't have to ask for the full 10000 either. Sure. So, uh, you know, uh, I encourage folks to ask for the amount of funds. We'll base that on the estimates from the from the uh, the contractors. Sure. But uh, it's a fabulous program. And again, uh, it certainly enhances the quality of our existing housing stock. I was going to say, because that was one of the things that uh, here, and I know when you did Ogden, the same uh-huh. thing. Uh, we had a housing survey done, and yeah. I think that was one of the things uh, I know former Mayor John Slide said it. I know current Mayor Eli Stein said it, too. When you look at those numbers, you realize there are a number of older homes, and a lot of people want to stay in their homes, yeah. but they just need that little extra help to maybe take it to the next level, especially the older you get. So the the housing studies uh, that we've done in both Ogden and Boone are, are helpful in another ways. I mean, they provide good data for our elected officials as they try to plan where they should be investing their economic development dollars. Um, so in both communities and really across the county, we know we need to be working on new units, whether they be rental or single family homes, but you can't that's not the only picture there is one of the things the housing study looks at is is not only the average age but the average condition of of the of the housing mm-hmm. stock and so um, we know that often when a neighbor fix up the, fixes up their house, it motivates uh, the other neighbor to do a little bit sure. of the same, even though they may not be applying for grant funds. But again, these particular funds are income restricted. Uh, they do need to go to homes under 80 uh, under 80 percent of the average and so uh, based on the household size that can be a pretty generous number and the current income guidelines are on the website and Mm -hmm. so again if people have questions about that they if they can at all if possible, I'd encourage them to be at Tulips uh, on the morning of the second. I'll stick around that day as long as I need to. We'll start at nine. We're having a little mm-hmm. coffee on, and and we'll talk through some of these unique unique things. But um, again, we were able to help uh, eleven households uh, last year, and our goal, of course, would be to hopefully maybe get a little closer to fifteen uh, this mm-hmm. go around. And again, it's systematically working on this little by little that will have impact. 
So we know that um, I, I want to jump back to last year for a little bit. You said 11 were done, and I know that you had obviously more applications that uh, they just didn't score as high. So Correct. So kind of ran out of funds. You had you had projects that could be done if funds would have and, been available. And so we've actually, and then over the year, we've had other folks reach out to the city or to our offices, and so we've been keeping a list of those folks. Those folks have all been notified uh, with applications and with the press release and the income guidelines. Again, one of the things that I think was confusing to folks last year that I want to make sure I stress this year is the projects cannot be started and certainly cannot be completed. While if you fixed a roof uh, last summer, you are not eligible to apply. Yeah. And so I wanna make sure folks understand that this has to be a program where you're looking at projects and they can't have started until we've made the selection and did all of the sign-offs mm-hmm. uh, to uh, notify people to start. So. On the on the application side, I know you, you mentioned obviously there's uh, private information that they have. Really, there's a, this doesn't e- that doesn't even go to the council. They don't no, even see no, that. That's no. you are you are about it. <laughs> I I do, and again, that's part of the reason uh, that I think the council decided uh, to use us really as a project advisor. Those get kept in my office and names, and the only thing the council will see is um, does the household fall underneath the income guidelines uh, that we have uh, that we need to meet so they won't even see those that are over I'll indicate how many did not meet the the requirement but they'll only see those applications where we have have checked um, uh, to ensure that they are falling under so we don't actually collect all of the real private stuff until after we know we have them approved. I don't like to have people's bank statements and taxes unless I absolutely have to. But again, the best way for them to find out more about it would be to show up for this meeting on the second. Again, tulips, by the way, if you don't know, folks, that's the lower level at Dutch Ovens. Correct. Nice space. And and again, um, you know, like I said, I think uh, when we did the informational meeting, I was around for a couple hours. So uh, again, I get that this is new to a lot of folks. And and our goal is we don't want the application to scare people away from Mm -hmm. applying. The, uh, I did want to talk because you've been working with the city on a lot of new housing projects Correct, and things yes. like that, which is, what, like you said, that's one thing. But this is a big base for the community, our Correct. existing housing and keeping it usable. And so, yeah. So um, I, I think uh, the council would tell you we're feeling really good about uh, where we're headed with some some new projects. We had a couple rental projects last year approved for state funding. We've begun those dialogue again on uh, a couple other projects here in the community. Um, you know, one things we know in the cycles of the economy, uh, we're in a, a cycle where interest rates went up uh, really quickly, they're still relatively low compared to uh, other times in my 30-year history in this business. But I think it was the fact that they went up so quickly. Uh, but again, um, working uh, to, to enhance rental uh, when interest rates go up, sometimes folks will defer to rental. They'll have, take an opportunity to sell their home and want to go into a rental. So we've been working on a number of rental projects 
projects, um, and and those um, are looking at state programs. So they, we talk about those more publicly than yeah. than we might other development. But what I would assure you that the council in our work has challenged us to support them with housing across all the spectrum. So um, we're not working just on the. The stuff that requires a tax credit, but we're we're also assisting them and connecting them to developers interested in doing housing in the longer term in the community. I know they feel that there's definitely enough people that would be able to apply to probably yeah. exceed and keep this going. And I know they they yeah. love the fact that they were able to get more uh, get another more funding and and be able to keep it going uh, yeah. another year. Uh, again, some of the basics on here. Uh, the information is. Don't start a project. Okay. Yes, don't start a project. Uh, again, if you're planning to apply, really, that's the, the big thing. But if you need details about it, help is there. That's yes, the big correct. thing, too. You don't have to do it on your own. People are there to help you out. Yeah, and just remember, I tell folks all the time, this is federal money passed through the state down to the city. So there are a lot of levels of due diligence that have to take place. Mm-hmm. So uh, the funding's great, but again, keep in mind in order uh, for that to stay grant funding, you have to meet uh, all of these things and satisfy a number of requirements at a number of levels, but we're here to help. So, uh, and again, it, there's no like age limits. There's really, it's an income limit per uh-huh. household. Yeah. Uh, and we know that generally older homes are the ones that really, that we want to help. We want to keep them there because correct, correct. it makes up some of our neighborhoods. It does. So again, things related to health and safety are really those things that'll score the highest. So roofs and plumbing and electrical and water challenges. And, and again, it's yeah. about maintaining that kind of envelope of the house all right uh the second of march is going to be that meeting there is information if people want go online to go to the city's website i know the yep. information is posted there they can look at it don't get overwhelmed by it correct thanks jim yeah <laughs> uh and uh, show up for that meeting and again you know if you need to think about it if you need to see what you can do they might come in and say what can I do to enhance my application? You know, Correct. what kinds of yeah. things? These are things that they can ask and find out. No, but that's exactly why we hold the meetings. So I'm always glad to answer any number of questions and best to do it in person when I'm here March 2nd at 9 a.m. <laughs> All right. We're, uh, I got to say, out of the 11 last year, were you pleased with the, the kind of uh, projects that we, were able to be? We, we were. And again, the council, I think when they scored them, they picked the things that would have the most impact. We had folks on very limited incomes mm-hmm. uh, and some of the before and after photos and the comments that I was able to share back with the council. Um, it is. These were life-changing, uh, uh, you know, some handicap improvements to support them being able to stay in their homes. So and, we, yeah, great we, projects. We know that, uh, again, you've already notified a number of people that mm-hmm. weren't able to get uh, grants last year. But anybody is eligible. So, I mean, yep. at least you come, come and take and a look at yep. it. Come and ask. And if your income doesn't meet or if there's other uh, circumstances – 
who knows maybe we'll find another yeah project and somewhere. you know and that's and that's where we're it happens frequently so d- people shouldn't be scared to come in and ask and uh yeah. so it's a unique opportunity and you never know for certain if we're going to get more funds so we have them available for 2024 and we're excited to get them out the door right. brenda dreyer on our program today once again uh, the uh, uh program coming up the big one for the information is going to be march 2nd at tulips uh if uh, you can't make it uh feel free to make contact yeah because my contact it, info's in the press release it's, so it's i'm all glad there. To, to handle those questions that way too so brenda dreyer our guest on the program today thanks so much for joining us you good bet. luck i'm looking forward to seeing how yep, many good to see how you, many jim. applications you get this year that'll be great <laughs> thanks right. jim